The experience you create for your customers and clients is what differentiates you from your competition. Do it poorly and it could cost you more than a customer. It could put you out of business. But if you commit to creating an exceptional customer experience, you'll create a competitive edge that your competition cannot match. That is the topic for this week's 2120 Podcast. This is the 2120 Podcast. Each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. All right, well, welcome to a special edition of the 2120 podcast today. It's the two guys, it's Jim and Matt. But we're going to feature Matt today because Matt is going to be speaking at Elevate Leadership University, which is coming up at the end of September, um, the 27th. And Matt's topic is customer experience. And that is the topic for today's 2120 podcast. So, Matt, why are you so passionate about customer experience? Like, where does that come from? I think it, it comes from just seeing what happens when you nail it. You know, when you when you teach on it and you have the right crew that's trying to implement it and execute it, and then you have a customer or even an employee that leaves, and you can just tell because of something that you offered them, something yeah. that you provided, nailed it. Yeah. And it nailed it in a way that gets them to think, next time I'm going right back to that spot because this is where I had that great experience. And they come back. And you see them again, and you nail it again, and they come back, and then they leave, and they have another—they they have that feeling again, and they come back, and before you know it, it just turns into this: this is where I shop, or this is where this is the person I deal with because of what they did early on. Yeah. And the, the funny thing is, sometimes in, in this experience thing, it's the little things that we take for granted that we should just naturally just do every day that really are the things that those that customer looks at and goes man because of this like i'm i'm a customer now you know uh you know the value of a, of a thank you you know or just 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 the tiniest little things somebody leaves and goes man that was pretty nice i, I enjoyed that so so here's an interesting thing for because this is a, a podcast and people can't see you right yep. now but i see the, the like the spark in your eye when you get a chance to talk about this stuff oh, and sure. i see the passion behind it i think it comes through in your voice also but What's been your experience around like having that that awesome experience? Like, what are some some things that have stood out to you where customer experience has been like this number one thing that you said that's the model that I want to try and do? Sure, I, I think it comes back to the others being on the other side and having a horrible experience. Oh, sure. <laughs> and you leave and go, man, I know they can take care of this. I know, like, I work retail. I know you can return this item. I know you can be nicer to me. I know. Like, this is possible. Right. So why not make it possible in my location or with, with, with my employees and, and lay it all out there. And I think, you know, the word life gets in the way and there's going to be frustrations. And, you know, my car wouldn't start this morning and I was late to work, you know, and that's where, that's where it starts. But a, a customer doesn't care that my car didn't start. They care about getting a great experience. And if, that, if, if that's my frustration internally externally they're going to see that too and go something's just not like right with him today he's not very happy or this is kind of a bad experience so i think early on what, what did it for me was seeing the things that shouldn't happen and teaching in a way that to prevent them from happening in in my in my spot yeah. you know and um making sure that 
if I'm going to be the one teaching it, I have to be the one doing it 24-7, you know, and leading by example. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> it's just making me think uh, of what's the origin of it. You know, what what is the driver of customer experience, in your opinion? Oh, I think it, it starts early, early on. I mean, it has to be a part of your, your mission statement. You know, like, everybody's in the business to make money. Yeah. Well, if you don't have customers, you're not going to be making any money. So what is something that we can do to bring customers into our location, give them a great experience while they're here, and develop that return customer that wants to come back over and over and over again. And yeah. you know what? It's it's a bunch of things. It's an amazing building, something that stands out. It's amazing products. You can fill a building with awesome products, um, but the, the two the, the, that driving force is your people and the experience that they give to that customer. So you've spoken and elaborated on this before. Uh, where does the customer experience begin? Uh, parking lot. I think, you know, as soon as they pull into your spot, it's kind of like the, the stopwatch. You know, you're on, right? Yeah. So, like, the, they get out of the car and the parking lot's amazing. They got the, they got a front spot, right? That, that's great for them. And, obviously, as a person in business, you can't have all these front, you know, these front spots for the customer. But, lucky for this them today, they got the, the front spot. Sure. Now they get out and there's trash all over the parking lot. So that front spot that was so cool isn't very cool anymore because there's that beer can rolling across the parking lot or there's trash or whatever it may be. So you know, step one, they pull in front spot. This is awesome. They get out of their car. Parking lot's clean. It's it's well lit up. Um, you walk to your 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 business or your establishment and this big massive building is there. Um, you know the the logos shining bright that you're not missing a, a letter because it's burned out there's a bird's nest in there so it's <laughs> right. like it's so far so good and then you walk into the spot and you get greeted right away yeah right it's that welcome to our our, our business if the parking lot's great and the store looks cool and then you walk in and nobody greets you you start losing that level yeah of exp- you know that experience it's so dent. Um, it's all about wins yeah. you know and you want if there's if there's 10 wins you're focusing on so far, you're three for three, and you got seven more to go before yeah. before they can leave. And you know they walk past the receptionist, or they walk past the, the cashier, and they see amazing products, beautiful, bright store, well laid out. There's another star, you know. There's another win for you, and then they get greeted by another person that welcomes them to the store. And it's a smile, and it's it's not in a way that I'm a customer, you're the sales associate, I'm here to buy something, you're here to sell me something. It's a personal experience. You know, they're just saying, hi, welcome you to, to the location. And then it goes in whatever direction it needs to go. The service that they need or the product that they want to buy, they get to that area. You know, either escorted by an associate, taking them to that area, or they know exactly where it's at and they're going there. But everything that happens from the moment that they get to that spot truly dictates the experience they're going to have down the road it, and it's a you, you've highlighted a number of things so it's 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 a feeling that you get and i've heard you even say those words to you know in in, in your elevate promo oh, yeah. that, that you've talked about it's a feeling that we create and uh it, it's the ambience of the store it's it's as there are certain aromas or maybe odors oh yeah you know that can either attract or repel you it's the what kind of music is being played mm-hmm. is the carpet clean does it look organized uh, are there were there weeds growing in between the cracks of the cement when you walk in it's all of those things you we, we, we judge it all the time 
whether we really realize it or not, we're making a judgment on those things. And then if you go into the uh, maybe the, 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 the certain area of the store that you're looking for, your product, or, or maybe you're browsing and, and you just you happen to notice like, oh my goodness, there's an incredible selection. Of, I didn't know they had this stuff. And you just spend, you, you kind of get lost in time there. That's an incredible experience. Yeah. And I think, I'm, you know, in the, in the big picture, customer experiences a 24-7, 365 thing. Right. And I think yeah, too, I many, too many times you close your business down and, all right, we're done for the day. We nailed it today. And then you don't think about it till the next day. Well, the businesses that are excelling are thinking about it on the drive home. Right. They're thinking about it when they're, when they're having dreams in their bed about, you know, something that happened that they want to change, you know. And then the next day comes around and they're driving back to work thinking about how they're going to fix this. Those companies and those those people that are thinking that way are constantly taking steps forward to, in the aspect of providing a better experience because they're constantly focusing on it. You almost seem obsessive about it to a degree, and I don't mean that in a in a poor way. I'm saying this is something that you live, breathe, dream, eat. Whatever. Yeah, I, I think it's you know there's people on your team that add something special. I think you have to obsess about this because. It affects so many things long term. You right. know, if you're not obsessing over the customer, the customer can find something somewhere else. Right. And in the world that we live in, with Amazon and you know being able to order online and literally getting it in your back your backyard in two days and sometimes even less than that. Yeah. I don't have to drive somewhere. I don't have to park my vehicle. I don't have to walk in through the parking lot to get to a location. I don't have to deal with an associate. I don't have to check out. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. Two clicks and that product is getting shipped to my house and I don't deal with it. That's the that's the competition that we have right now is how can I get that person that's thinking about the two clicks to come into my store and buy something from us when it's two clicks and it's super easy. So I think for you, it, it's a it's a very natural thing. And, and for those of uh, our listeners who don't know what you do, you've been with uh, Shields Sporting Goods for 20 years. Yep. And, and obviously a retail environment, there's a lot of uh, an incredible selection of product there. It, it's things that people are going in to buy that enhance their life, uh, to have fun, enjoyment, whether that's from running through biking or hunting or whatever it might sure. be. Totally get that. But you also, for anybody who's listening, and if you're not connecting this to like a service business or to a small business... Uh, you and I were having a conversation before we started recording this morning mm-hmm. about some experiences that we've had in small businesses. So what advice would you give to a, a business owner or a company that might be smaller that, uh, that people still do engage them either by phone or walk in and those kinds of things, but they're not necessarily in a pro- but they're not necessarily selling a product. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, you're always selling a product, and the product is you. Um, you know, when you interact with a customer or a client, and they're sitting across the table talking to you, you're selling yourself to them. Sure. And this person is looking at it, going, "Am I going to invest in Jim because I like what he has to say? I think he's a he's a good guy." So at the end of the day, like they are, but they're but you're you're selling products, and it's, you're selling yourself to this customer. Same thing in, in a retail spot. You know, when you come into my store and you and I are talking bikes, and I'm trying to sell you a four thousand dollar road bike, you're you're hoping what I say is the truth. You know, you're you're right. hoping that I'm not just trying to sell you this this bike because I want to sell you a four thousand dollar bike. 
I'm selling it to you because I want you to have this bike, but I'm selling you the correct bike so you can go out and love this and not want to bring it back right. and want to buy more and have a great experience because what happens is if I sell you this bike and you go out and ride for the first time and it's the wrong size or it's a it's a road bike and you're doing off-road riding because I'm not listening to what your needs are. I just want to sell you this bike. Right. Guess what happens? That bike sits in the garage or it hangs in the garage, collects dust because they don't want to return it you know, because of the bad, the bad experience and they never ride a bike again or they go somewhere else and they buy something different or hopefully they come back and say, hey, you sold me the wrong bike. I need something different and we nail it. So what are some of the, the obvious ways that people miss on customer service as a component of customer experience? I think we're so busy. Yeah. And there's so many things, so many moving parts in a business that it's super easy to, I have to get this order placed or otherwise I'm not going to get product in my, my back room. I have to mark these down because they're not selling. Oh, there's a customer over there. But I, like, you know what? This is more important to me right now. No. Like... That is not the wrong thinking. The order can get placed. That customer may never come back. You know, so you have someone in your in your business, in your shop, in your store right now that needs something, wants something, is there for a, a, a reason, and we're justifying. You know what? If I need to get this done first. Yeah. And it's backwards. Drop what you're doing. Walk over. Say hi. Engage them. Talk to them. They may not need anything. They may be good, and you know what? You did your job, you nailed it, you made them feel good about them being in your location, you go back and you wrap up that order and you're good to go. Or, best case scenario is you sell them something. Yeah. And they leave going, man, this, this is pretty awesome. But there are times when you walk into a spot and someone has their head buried in a, a, a program or a, you know, a, a buying page that they're trying to order off of or they're online trying to do something and you don't even exist. You know, I challenge my my associates because obviously it is a bigger box store and there's different shops inside of a big store you got to look at that as the buildings you know when you see a customer walk into your shop whether it's the bike shop or the clothing shop or the shoe shop you have to hear that bell ding in your head and go customers coming in to see me yeah you know and you have to change change your focus i mean that's that's why businesses have bells above their door so when they're in the back room working on something that bell dings they know they have a customer in their store now that they can help they need to go help that's that's the difference. You hear that bell and you have to start to salivate and go, all right, time to put it on and go, go above and beyond and make this happen for this customer today. You go out there and you talk to them. So what if you're in a job where it, it isn't necessarily a walk-in kind of environment, all right? Maybe the customer service and the experience is via phone or email or things like that. What tips would you give people in that area? And, and let me preface this by a short little story. One of the things that annoys me and frustrates me is you can have an amazing experience on the phone. We have this great rapport. Yeah, I'm excited. And you know what happens at the end? A lot of times people hang up the phone poorly and they trail off. Uh, I've had this experience. I've, I've had somebody basically trying to sell me for several months. We get on the phone, we talk. And at the end of it, it's always an abrupt, all right, we'll talk today. You, you didn't even really hear what I just said there. And, and it makes me, my, my last impression of is that you couldn't wait to get off the phone with me or that you're on to something next. Yep. You left me with that last negative impression. The smallest things matter and hanging up the phone properly or, or you know, the, the conclusion of the call, it matters. Oh yeah. It's, 
the way we started this, it's those little things that we kind of just forget about, yeah. you know, and it's, it's ending the, the call on a very positive note. And it's, it's, it's those things that sometimes you don't teach because you just assume they get it. Right. And the, 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 the fact of the matter oh. is they do not get it. They don't understand it because nobody's ever really taught them. And the ones that have never been taught, it's, it's baptism by fire. Like they, they learn it on their own. You know, they know that I need to treat customers in an amazing way. But what does that really mean? Like, how do I treat customers? Like, you need to give them examples. Yeah. Like, here's what you need to do. You know, the opening the door for a, a female, you know, the, the lost art of being a being a, a gentleman, you know, like throwing your, your coat over the puddle so she doesn't have to step in the puddle. Like, it's those things that, you know, that there's a reason why people did that. You know, the guy that threw his coat over the puddle is now married to the, the, the lady that stepped on his jacket walking past. Like, it, it set him up for success down the road, you know. But I think too many times because of the hustle and bustle of life, those little things that we are or we know that are valuable get lost because of other things that we put in place of that. I think w- when you said earlier you were talking about busyness gets in the way of things, and I, and I think that that's a contributor to what I was just saying, you know, with the, with the phone call or these small things is, is, uh, sometimes customers for some people feel like they're a distraction. Like I've got inventory to put out. I've got, I've got this thing to organize or these tasks that we have to complete. And yet the phone rings or the customer walks in. And sometimes that can be a frustrating thing because I just can't get my work done. And when that person has lost sight of the value of everything that we're talking about when they experience that. And, and I think any one of us that have ever worked retail, and I've had my own retail experience, is that, yeah, sometimes it feels that way. But, boy, we better be looking at that person as they're the ones keeping the lights on. They're yeah. the ones that are paying my salary or my commissions or whatever it is. Well, I think, too, that associate is truly not seeing the big picture. Right. You're telling me you were busy all day taking care of customers that you couldn't find time to place an order. If I'm the boss, I'm going, that's okay. We'll figure that out. That's a good problem. You have customers in your store all day shopping. What we're doing to bring them in is proving to work. Like they're coming in to buy from us. Right. I'm so glad that you took care of customers all day. Thank you very much. I can help you place that order. I can put systems in place to help you get this done because I want you to be the face of your business. Get out there and go sell something. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the difference. And I, I've, I've been there. You know, you, you see them frustrated because they can't get the, the freight put out and they can't get this done. They can't get that done. It's like, hey, what's going on? It's so busy today. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> like, this is good, right? We want, we want to be busy. Yeah. The other end of the spectrum is you put the freight out. You place the orders. Your shop looks immaculate, but you know what? Nobody comes through the door. Yeah. And you have this beautiful location full of beautiful products ready to take care of a customer, and no one wants to come to see you because of stuff that you did early on in your career or your business that puts people in a, in a business somewhere else because that's, that's where they're shopping now. Okay, so for the people that might buy into the concept that retail is dead, what would you tell them? Retail is dead if you allow it to be dead. If you have a standpoint of, I'm not going to get beat by online. I'm not going to get beat by someone else. And I love competition. Competition drives you to be better and take your business to that next level. But people are always going to need something. They always want to go out and, 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 and do something. Why not be the spot that they're coming to? And knowing that, you train your people in a way to understand that. 
you know, retail's not going anywhere. Yeah, it's easy online, two clicks and it's in your backyard, but they don't get to deal with my associates and the, the, the amazing experience that we're gonna give them when buying a product. And you know what, at the end of the day too, they don't like the product, you come back to me and we'll take care of you, we'll figure out why we don't like this and we'll, we'll exchange it out, we'll get you something different. Two clicks is pretty easy, but that experience that we're gonna give them is gonna be so much better long-term, that's where we sell it. Well, thank you so much for your perspective on, on customer service and customer experience and, and people will have an opportunity to see you live talking about this in depth at Elevate Leadership University on September 27 in Cedar Rapids. So we look forward to seeing you there and uh, it's going to be an amazing presentation. Looking forward to it.